Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you. I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care. Dispatch Health can treat most non-life-threatening emergencies. They can do the x-rays, they can do stitches. Urinary tract infections, blood tests, urinalysis, ultrasound. It's almost everything that they can do at the ER. You never feel rushed. They're there for you and only you. I felt like their only patient. And it costs no more than a trip to urgent care because Dispatch Health is covered by most insurance, including Medicare. See if we serve your home at DispatchHealth.com. Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home. House calls are back and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com. All right. Hello and welcome again to the Doc Bryant Show, once again, featuring Nate Hale. Let's give it up again. All the applause. Stop, please. There's all that applause. I'm going to get sound effects eventually, I promise. So uh, you wanted to talk about uh, Hunter Biden. Well, who doesn't want to talk about Hunter Biden? Besides all the liberals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Breitbart has uh, released a movie. I have not seen it yet. I don't know if I will. I can't tell you the last time I actually watched a movie. Um, uh, except for like an old one, you know, on Netflix or whatever. But uh, yeah, so they, they've got this movie with uh, or about Hunter Biden. And it's supposed to be, I guess, like uh, a comedy is is the way I understand it, and it, it's got uh, one of my favorite actresses ever, uh, one of my favorite canceled actresses too, uh, Gina Carano is in mm. it. Um, so that kind of makes me want to go see it. Uh, I still have yet to see her uh, uh, her movie Terror on the Prairie by the Daily Wire, and I hear that's supposed to be you know pretty good. Um. But again, like I said, I, I just I don't watch movies that much anymore. Um, Hollywood has like completely turned me off. But uh, well, they're dying, but there's still a lot of uh, good movies being made, like in, independently. Uh, you know, Netflix and them are putting together some good ones, yeah. and what what would be considered B uh, type movies are, are coming up. But I mean, that was way back when. I remember when B movies started uh, surpassing some of the Hollywood blockbusters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to like uh, a lot of those B movies when I uh, back when I worked for Blockbuster uh, about a hundred years ago. Um, Jean Claude Van Damme, man, he went on a tear with B movies. Yeah, yeah, and um, shoot, what's his name? Um, oh, uh, uh, I know you're talking about Out for Justice. Uh, oh no, uh, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, of course. yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, what's his name who played um, Hades um, in the uh, the Disney um, James Woods? Oh, James Woods. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know he did a whole bunch of B movies. I like back James in Woods. yeah, back in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, he did a lot of uh, a lot of really cool flicks. Um, that's where I first actually learned of him, noticed him. 
was was those early movies good stuff good stuff he was in one called one called cop and it was him and and i believe brian dennehy was in that one i cannot remember the first movie that i saw james woods in but when i think james woods the the first movie that pops in my head is the one um and i can't remember the name of it but it's the one with him and michael j fox michael j fox yeah that was <laughs> I cannot. I've got it on my shelf of DVDs over there, but uh, I cannot remember the hard way. The hard way. The hard way. Yes. Classic. Classic. Great movie. flick. Great. But flick. no, I I've, I've heard that this movie, the Hunter Biden movie, is coming out. I don't I don't know if I'll watch it. I know. I mean, I'm I'm glad that uh, the conservatives are starting to. Uh, we're not starting to, but are putting out movies like um, Dinesh D'Souza and things like that yeah. to get uh, at least some information out there. Because I mean, the the left, it's hard to combat Hollywood with the uh, the overwhelming garbage they put. I mean, the the second that uh, Trump became somebody, it seems like every TV show and every movie had an enemy that was Trump esque and yeah. Uh, yeah. Trump like. And even the new, apparently, the new Star Wars TV show that's coming out, they yes. said it's a a Trump uh, style, you know, world. It's kind of it's like I don't, I don't. It, what blows my mind is the these people they <laughs> they they always say oh it's 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 you know this is what happens when conservatives rule and the the fascism and this and that and I'm like man you're painting the perfect utopian picture of what it would be like if the left ruled I mean look at look at where they rule look at the places yeah. where they have complete control and look what happens and, mm-hmm. and apparently Biden and them uh, have been doubled down uh, or just recently doubled down on calling uh, Trump a fascist. And it's like, man, I don't think you actually know what the definition of fascism is. It's possible. I haven't gone on Wikipedia in a while. They probably have changed it like they've changed every other definition. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the actual definition of fascist. No, I, he he doesn't fit that criteria but no. it, it's cool that they throw that word around you know willy-nilly all thinking that i mean they're idiots just lap it up and use it even though apparently none of them have a dictionary so yeah that's their um uh that's that's one of their uh tactics one of their big tactics tactics is to use terminology like as a matter of fact gosh i saw something recently it was it's, it was a black and white uh, recording, um, and I can't remember of whom, uh, but it was a guy speaking, uh, and he was talking about um, that this was uh, something that the Soviets had put out. And th- this was from the like the 1950s. It was a film from the 1950s or something like that. A uh, recording of a guy speaking at a convention or, or speaking to a large group of people, and he was saying that that's one of the things that that they uh, the Soviets in inside the United States uh, uh, or Soviet sympathizers were told to do inside the United States is to uh, refer to their political opponents as nazis and fascists and stuff like that uh because and and i've always said that they're not interested in the actual definition of the term they all they need is the negative connotation that goes along with that term that's that's all that matters is that all their sheep hear it and they have something to go spout on you know twitter or facebook or, or wherever the hell they just they just need what what word are we using now it's like deplorable okay deplorable and then mm-hmm. the conservatives eat that up and be like, that's right. 
I'm deplorable. You know, it's just like Yankee Doodle. Yeah, no, they, they were talking about that uh, not too long ago. As far as uh, um, the uh, how the the patriot will pick up the insult and use it as a badge of honor, and yeah. it's like you call call me what you want, uh, say whatever insult that you want, throw it my way, and I will wear it proudly. Um, yeah. The the fascist one I've got a problem with though, just because it's like you. It's it's not an insult. It's an actual. It's it. I mean, it's a it's a horrible group of people. But it's not. Um, they're not saying you're stupid. You know, you're deplorable. You're this. You're that. You're um, any insert any insult that the uh, left has used in the past. Um, it's an actual. Uh, it's an actual group, and uh, that that's going that instead of just saying an insult about somebody. To, to say that you are part of this group or this is what you are, now you're misrepresenting that person. It's like, well, you can you can call me an idiot. You can call me a deplorable. But no, let, let me let me go down uh, the history of fascism and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what, what that entails. And I, I think the, the what I love bringing up every time, which nobody ever can, can counter, nobody ever can say anything against, is just look at the fascists throughout history. Every single one of them. Line them all up, you know, Get a piece of paper, write them all down, just have them ready, have them ready. And then after you've done that, I want you to tell me which one of them, or if all of them, uh, were the type of fascists that demanded that all of the people under their control be armed. I want to know which fascist (laughs) in history demanded, demanded that the populace be armed. I just want, just tell me one. And uh, well, well, yeah, but and insert whatever the hell here. It's like you, you don't. We don't have to go any more detail. We don't have to go into anything else. It's like if, if you think you know what fascism is, fascists do not want the populace to be armed. They do not want people to be able to defend themselves. And you, again, it's just basic education. Um, but no, you're right. As far as the uh, they they take a word, they hijack it, and they uh, they throw everything they've got on top of it because they know if they say it over and over and over again, it's obviously true. And that was the point that the guy was saying. Uh, the the lecturer uh, was saying he's he he said that, and the Soviets said this. Just keep just keep repeating it over and over and over again, and and eventually it will become true in the minds of the public. Right. I think and, I think I've actually heard that, I, and I can't remember what the exact quote was. Something along the lines of, "If you repeat a lie uh, enough, it becomes the truth." Yeah, and so yeah, and and they, uh, but they're the problem with for them now is that they have used that term, the term Nazi, the term racist the terms homophobe, transphobe, whatever phobe, so much that they have exhausted all meaning of the word and to the point where no, nobody even hears it anymore. The, the very second that they, oh, you're a racist, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, whatever. Let's get back to the point. And they, they've done that with, with so point. many terms, though, yeah. in the past. That what, whatever, whatever they decide to use – you know, whatever phobe or racist or fascist or something like that, they, 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 you're right. They, they preach it from the hilltop and scream it so many times. It's the boy who cried wolf. It's like, shut up. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. do, you, do you have, do you have anything factual to say or are you just going to sling insults? And so. they don't, they don't. I was, I was, 
I have to uh, keep my uh, social media exposure up fairly, fairly much. I'm still not as good at that, but I, I was on Twitter and I'd posted something. I don't even remember what it was. And some freaking guy comes along and starts yapping the usual stuff, you know, doesn't even, doesn't even, uh, address the point of my post. He just, you know, comes in and starts, what he does is this is another thing that they do. And a lot of times I don't think that at least like your, uh, your, your garden variety grassroots liberal and I, and I hesitate to even use that term anymore. Um, they don't, they don't even know that they're doing what they're doing, but they'll, they'll say something as if it's true and expect you to just accept what they said is true, even though it's demonstrable, demonstrably not true. And I think it had to do with guns yeah, it had to do with guns, and he had made some kind of statement. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember what it was. Um, Lady Gaga, in in a uh, uh, a she she was at a concert in Texas, and now she, don't get me wrong, I think that she is a, a just an amazing talent, musically speaking. She is just an amazing talent, just phenomenal. Yes, there is um, some of her music that gets played multiple times by my daughters in this household, and it doesn't want make me want to scratch my eyes out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I've seen her in a couple of movies, and and she's she's a good actress as well. Um, but anyway, she said something about that she hopes that. Purple Texas turns blue. And I'm like. <laughs> when so, was Tex- Texas? Now, Texas ain't purple. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that I could think of is, is that maybe, maybe the, because I didn't see where the concert was. And so I'm thinking Austin. maybe it was in Houston is either or in Austin? Houston, Austin, San Antonio, one of those places. I, right. I don't know where it and was so, either, but I guarantee. So I was like, so I posted on that uh, uh, thread, if that's what they call it anymore. That's what they used to call it on the bulletin boards. That's what I still call it as a thread. I posted on that thread. I said, uh, um, Houston, or Texas isn't, isn't purple not not even a little bit i mean not even a tiny little bit and this kid comes back and he says he says that texas is is definitely purple and and it's it's very close to flipping and and again i was like no no as a matter of fact we just had uh the bluest area of texas on the border flip red yeah, because of the invasion. Yeah, this coming that, across it, the border. If I'm not mistaken, that has now. This is the first time since. Oh man, when did they say? Um, I think like just after the Civil War, 
um, yeah. that uh, that area of uh, Texas um, has a conservative or I'm sorry, Republican. Uh, yeah. And you've even got you've you've got like the uh, the Democrat mayors down there on the border and like in El Paso and stuff like that. And even they are like, you know, this this border stuff is is no bueno, so to speak. Um, Ouch. Ooh, that was bad. Yeah, had to do that. But so he, he comes off with this stuff and he's um, and he's like, well, yeah, yeah, you've got uh, uh, Dallas and Houston and San Antonio and Fort Worth and El Paso. And I, and I was like, whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up. I was like, first of all, Fort Worth is not blue. There, Fort, Worth I, I would, Fort, Fort Worth is purple. I'll tell you, Fort Worth is purple. Fort, Fort Worth used to be hardcore red. And lately, some of the things that I've been seeing going on in there. I I don't have as much. Uh, I I would still prefer like going to Fort Worth, going to downtown Fort Worth, where oh, sure. going to downtown Dallas. Sure. Um, so obviously it hasn't flipped completely to the dark side, but it's it's been it's starting to do a lot of left leaning. I'll say that. Yeah. I uh, I had. Uh, hang on, just a second. my kids are getting yelled at by my wife in the next room. You gotta ignore it, man. You gotta ignore it. Yeah. Put it so. Out of your brain. This so I I told the kid you know and I actually got a, a a picture of the counties in Texas and what was red and what was blue. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful picture. It is a it's that. a great picture and it's picture. changing. And and so I sent it to him, and and he was like he 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 didn't answer me after that. And then some other guys jumped on him. Another guy from Texas jumped on him, and uh. He said that uh, the one guy from Texas said that he hated liberals. And I wasn't following the whole conversation because I made the kid shut up. Right. Showed him a fact. He ran away. Well, I'm surprised he didn't come back with an insult. That's usually what happens when I when I throw out a fact, then an insult comes back my way because they've gotten they've got nothing to back it up. So they're like, "Uh, you're this, you're that. Um, Blah blah blah. Well, uh, I've, they, I've actually got a I've got a post pinned on my profile that says because what they do is they'll go to my profile and they'll look for for stuff to personal stuff to try to attack me with. Right. And so pinned at the top of the thing it says if you're a liberal and you're looking at this that means I've probably already defeated you in debate and you have come here looking for ammunition for some kind of weak-ass ad hominem attack that isn't going to mean anything to me and it's not going to make you any more right so do yourself a favor block me now and run and most of them do (laughs) most of them do they don't even bother coming back at me they just they just leave but he didn't block me because i could still read his his garbage but he comes back at the guy and he says well then you must hate most of america because the majority of americans are liberal which again i'm just like no but they they believe that they believe that they see they see this last election yes i am (laughs) a liar and they're like well see obviously look at the record numbers that voted for biden and i'm like "Uh uh-huh and how many times did they vote for biden uh yeah, <laughs> if 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 this next election is fair, God willing, like we talked about before, that you know they they they've they've emptied their clip. They they've got nothing left. I'm hoping. Um, the the thing that scares me, like I, like I said before, is the fact that nobody nobody has faced any repercussions for it. So 
what's to stop them from doing it again? Just any bad person does a bad thing. If they get away with it, they're going to do it again. And matter of fact, it's going to make them even more bold. So I'm going to be really interested to see what happens this next election. But um, the bubbles that everybody are in, um, and I've actually seen some some really good articles and um, uh, about this as far as everybody places themselves in a bubble, whether it be conservatives, liberals, or whatnot. In your particular, whether it be Facebook, uh, TikTok, the each of those systems is designed to cater to you. So you start liking things, and it sends you more things. And pretty soon you get buried in those things, and you think that, hey, obviously everybody thinks like me because look at all the things that I see. Look at all these posts. Look at all these groups. Look at all these people. I'm not, I'm not hardly seeing any of the other side's uh, thoughts. And it's actually a, a liberal that, that, uh, that did this. He decided to step outside his bubble and start liking all of the groups and uh, people that he thought he was against, started liking them to get a broader uh, picture and broader perspective. And I thought that was uh, that was incredible. I, I try to do that. It's it's difficult because you're going to have a click in the things you like. But I, I start think the things I don't like. I click I click the things that I am against. I'll put it that way. Not necessarily don't like. Um, and for two reasons. One, uh, I like to see where the other side's uh, head is at. And two, I, li- I do like to keep an open mind. Believe it or not, I'm, I mean, I'm probably one of the most hard-headed people that I know, but I've actually had my mind changed on a few things uh, over time because I was engaged in debate with an intelligent individual who right. could actually speak um, about what they felt and what, what uh, the, the facts that they had, the information that they could provide, and then question me on the reason I felt the way I felt and what basis did I have to feel that way. And when I started uh, understanding that, okay, some of, the, some of these thoughts that I had in the past, maybe this is interesting. Let's continue to talk. Now, debate like that, I love. Somebody that, I can, somebody that can open my eyes to a whole new perspective on something, I mean, Lord knows, I, I know I'm not right about everything. I get that. And I don't – when I go out onto these uh, and I chat with people that have different views than I do, I'm not going to attack. I'm not going to start – well, okay, sometimes I'm going to, to start an argument. Um, I prefer to call it a debate. But uh, again, I don't, mind, I don't mind losing because if I, if I lose, then obviously there's, there's something wrong with whatever that is that we're discussing, it, my, my thought process on that. And I must not have all the information, which I have gone off before because I've seen an article or read something that uh, wasn't entirely based in fact. And I got all upset and I would debate and talk about it. And then somebody would point out, it's like, hey, did you read this and this and this? And it's like, oh, no, I didn't. So now because of things like that, uh, I try to – when I see something, it's like before I get too upset, let me go to these other places and look to see if this is – accurate or this this was just clickbait if somebody just posted this and created this article to piss me off um (laughs) which which on honestly both sides uh uh, liberal uh conservative democrat republican there there are authors and uh, i hate to use the word journalist but they think they're journalists that intentionally uh incite both sides, and they write articles to piss oh, yeah. off the left. They wrote, write articles to piss off the right because it's almost like – well, um, it it makes them money. It, it Like I said, clickbait. It, right. it gets them clicks. The more people are angry, the more um, interesting and provocative the story is, the more people click on it and read it. And the more you piss them off, the more people post comments, and the more people uh, say, hey, did you look what this jerk wrote? And, and then they send yeah. it to their friends. Who, so – 
I get why they do it, but damn, especially with the position that our country is in right now, we really need a whole lot less of that. Um, but I guess it's the nature of the beast as far as when it comes to uh, journalism. Uh, again, quote unquote journalism. Apparently, real journalism has died a long time ago, and uh, now it's damn near impossible to separate the facts from the fiction. And that's that's really sad. That's unfortunate. It's it's been a long time since I've had anybody. Uh... They're few and far between that I'll come across a liberal who actually will hold a discussion in good faith. Uh, like, again, this kid and and honestly, the way he was talking, I, I wanted to go like, are, are you in junior high or something? Because like you said, there, there was obvious this dude was obviously living in a bubble, like a serious bubble bubble. He well, was like drinking the Kool-Aid. And he had a Kool-Aid enema going the other direction. The guy was like Kool-Aided up. And and so and, and and that's when I asked, I did what I always do when I want to get rid of a liberal. And I want to make him run away. I ask him for a definition of something. Yeah. And so yeah. I said, def- just so we're on the same page, de- define liberal. What do you mean by liberal? Haven't heard from him since. That was like two days ago. They, they don't uh, like definitions. They, they like gray area. They, they like to be able to guy. live in the ether. Yeah, there was one guy. Because normally, like I said, they need the word to mean whatever they need it to mean at that time. And if they define it, they're screwed the next time they try to use it the other way. Because, be, yeah, because then you, you've got them nailed down. And uh, there was one time when I was discussing... Oh, it was it was some show or movie uh, that was woke. And and there have been so many of them over the past six years that I don't even remember what it was. I want to say it was something Disney Marvel, but I I could be wrong. Could have been Disney Star Wars, could have been Disney anything at this point. Um, But I, I mentioned that it was woke and and uh how it's it's not going to do well financially. Mm-hmm. And so this guy comes along and he he proceeds to argue with me and he asks me, "Well, what about it is woke?" Oh, hell, grab a pen and paper. Which is which is it's a good legitimate question, but I saw what he was doing and I was impressed because that was a chess move. What he just did when he asked me that was a chess move. And I was like, I see what you're doing there. Because what he wanted me to do was he wanted me to list out a bunch of things that I say, this is what makes it woke, this, this, and this. Right. And then he would come back and say, well, that's not woke. And I knew that's what he was doing because I've seen that done multiple times with the term uh, socialism. And I'll say, you know, when I say socialism doesn't work, and well, what, what is socialism? And I'll say this, this, and this, and the, well, that's not real socialism. Yeah, and not so, re- that's that's the thing, not real. Insert yeah, whatever it is. That's here. not my definition of socialism. What it what it ultimately is. But this guy, so I came back at him and I said, well, you know, what what do you consider wokeness is? Just so that. 
we're on the same page. And he refused to answer like most of them do. He refused to answer like three, four. We, we went three or four times, but he stuck around. And I said, look, this is the reason I'm asking you. Because the second I give you, you know, my reasons as to why I think this is woke, I expect that you're going to come back at me and you're just going to say, well, that's not woke. Right. And then we're just, then it, then it's just semantics and, and stupidity. And, and I'm not going to waste my time it, with but, that. But then, then what you say is like, okay, fine. We'll go by your definition. It's not woke. This movie, which is a liberal piece of garbage, is going to tank <laughs> at the box office for whatever well, reason you think. But and, and see that's, to this that's guy's credit, he came back, and he he actually told me. He said, "Well, he said, uh, you know, I guess colloquially speaking, this is what I would say woke is." And I was just like, "Holy cow! This is the first liberal ever to actually define something ever." to define anything. And I was, and I came back and I, I said, dude, and I told him, I said, you're the first ever. And, and I, and I, and I appreciate that. Cause it, again, I don't care if you're a liberal, as long as you're going to, I, I, I love a good conversation. No. And I, I'm, I'm the same way. It's, I get so frustrated when you, you start off something and you think for, and there's been multiple times where it's like, so, like you said, somebody asked a very good question. And it's like, thank you for asking. And I give something back and then, you know, boom, you get hit with an insult or, or, or something like that, or just, you know, whatever their pocket phrase is at the moment um, that they got from from CNN or, or whatnot, as far as this is what to say whenever you talk to a conservative. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, man, I thought we were going to actually have a conversation. We were so close, uh, you know, because I, I would love to understand the the mindset. And I, I have a friend who shall remain nameless. Um, but anyone who has ever been on my uh, on my uh, Facebook uh, will know who this person is, uh, who just loved to talk about anything that I posted. Uh, I had a problem with everything. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Da, 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 don't. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Um, Bob. I'm not going to call anybody out. That's not my place. Um, but this this person, all of my other friends on Facebook loved when this person would comment, and he always <laughs> he always commented. Um, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and, Here we go. I, there were actually sometimes where he would not comment, and some of my other friends would say, "Hey, where's your buddy?" Um, <laughs> but he, uh, I've I've known him for so long, and when we were young, we've known each other since we were very young, before either of us was were really uh, political at all. And he, uh, he, at the time I, when we were working together, he actually did start to get. I started to get a little bit conservative. He, he started to get a little bit liberal. And we started having some some disagreements, small ones, uh, but nothing huge. And then, you know, we uh, we grew up, we grew apart. Uh, and then, you know, we stayed in contact on on uh, Facebook. He uh, early on was uh, one of the people that I could talk to and we could have uh, legitimate conversations about things and he could have an intelligent conversation. And we would uh, we'd go into some deep discussions on things sometimes. Uh, but it didn't take long um, this was, uh, if memory serves, uh, around the Obama years, um, when things started going really hardcore left on the pendulum, uh, and everything started going their way as far as they started pushing the agenda just so hard. And then pretty soon, crazy was normal, and so it was okay to let your freak flag uh, fly. And uh, so people started, well, this is how I really feel about it. And then the conversations started getting less 
uh, informative and more insulting to where, um, you know, he he would say something and I would come back and then he would just uh, throw out a, a, a standard liberal talking point uh, or standard liberal insult. It's like, man, where did this come from? And then as, as more time went on, uh, it, it didn't even get that far. We barely got into conversations and he would just immediately attack. And I don't know if it was just he was so frustrated that I wasn't uh, – conforming I, I i don't know i honestly don't know but i i i have bear this person no ill will I, I still think they're probably one of the most intelligent people that i've ever known a great person um i just i really want to understand and i have you know some people are like man you should just block him you should get rid of him it's like no because i when i post things i really want to hear what he's gonna say because i want i it gives me an insight to where this is this is the liberal mindset as far as this is what what they think, because there's, believe it or not, there's a whole bunch of conservatives, maybe not so much anymore, uh, that don't truly know that this is what a liberal, you know, whatever this post is. This is how a liberal really feels in general. I, I hate to I hate to lump everybody into that um, because, you you know, you can never trust the uh, uh, what you see in the news. And as far as I mean, man, do people really feel this way? Uh I remember some of the conversations that I had with him were like, you know, we're not trying to take your guns. And then I'd post like 10 articles of where there's, you know, a congressman sitting there. I want to take your guns. I want to take your guns. I want to take your guns. I'm going to take your guns. By the way, in case you didn't know, Biden just said if he gets reelected or did he say I, I don't have the article. He did. I can't remember he if he did. Said, and he then or after this next election, I'm going to take away all your guns. I can't. Yeah. Remember. yeah. No, he um, did. He said that. And then Jerry Nadler, um, he said it. In in during a hearing, he said it, because the the one guy, the one congressman, was like, "Okay, I just want to make, I want to hear from the chairman. Are you talking about banning guns that are in common use in the United States? Use that terminology on on purpose." And Jerry Nadler said, "Yes, yes, that's the point of this." And it was just like, "Dude, you're this, done." And this is my point because you go and you th this happened to me over and over and over. Uh, over the years uh, with with him and there were there were a couple others, but he was by far the most vocal um, where I would point something out. And they're like, oh, man, this is you guys just blowing things up, fear mongering, right. saying we're going to do this and do that. And every single point that I brought up, every one of them, without exception, because I can be wrong. Lord knows. Ask my wife. I'm good at being wrong. But every single point that I brought up was absolutely true. And whether it be the 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 guns, the abortion, you know, you in, insert whatever uh, thing you could possibly debate here. And if I had an opinion as far as, OK, this is what the liberals are trying to do, he would come back and say, no, you're fear mongering. That's not what we're trying to do. And then a couple months, possibly a year later, yep. Yep. it's either happening, it's in legislation or all of them are talking about it. Hell, Here's a perfect example. When all of the liberals and I, I loved when they did this. And this was a, this was a hiccup. Um, but all of the liberals were defund the police, defund the police. We got to get okay, rid of yeah. the police force. Defund the police. And man, we need to we need to discuss that whole topic another time. But uh, and then I don't know what happened. The wind changed. Something shifted. And then all of a sudden, they all flip flopped and said, "We're not, it's." No. Oh, I remember when it was. There was a there was a spending bill, some sort of bill that had it was just all kinds of liberal pork. But there was one thing in there that that gave some money to to the police or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was just one little tiny thing. It's like, here, we're going to help the police. All of this other stuff is garbage. And there the Republicans killed it. And uh, the Democrats were like, see, the Republicans hate yeah. the police. 
And when they yeah. were called out on it by the media, and this is sometimes actually happens, even with the left wing media, saying, wait a minute, you were just screaming to fund the police. No, no, it's the Republicans that wanted to fund the police. And it's like, I've got hours of tape showing, I can't tell you how many senators and congressmen up and down, left, right, and center, talking about how Democratic congressmen saying they wanted to fund the police. No, you don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, like, and then like it was it's, like a couple of weeks later, one of the night. idiots that apparently didn't get the memo starts like, we needed to defund the police. What? We're not on that anymore? Oh, damn it. Um, let me get back to you. Well, apparently they gave that up because they're back to the whole defund the police thing. Damn. I, we keep getting off topic. I was told by my producer that um, – who uh, listened to our last uh, or listened to your last podcast said that, man, you guys just, you guys go off topic. You need to, you need to get a script or you need to pick some things to talk about and stick with it. I don't know if that's possible for us. I don't know. Well, and, and here's the thing I've got, uh, I want to, my, uh, my producer uh, is uh, going to be listening to our first thing uh, like this weekend. And so, I'll I'll hear back from her as far as what she thought of it, you know, because she's somebody that I'm actually going to want to bring on as well, because she's got some great questions. And, and uh... imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. And I like to I like to riff off of her. But yeah, we, we can kind of go afield. I mean, we we are we were talking about the Hunter Biden movie, which I don't think we even talked about, and we've gotten here. Yeah. Um, but no, my my younger producer listened to we we had a brief moment. It wasn't too long, but I started playing it, uh, and the uh, the instant response was, "This is great, but you guys don't stay on topic." And it, she's like, <laughs> "Was." She listens to a whole ton of podcasts, and she's like, you know, you could, the, the best podcasts are the ones where they have a script lined out, but it doesn't sound like they have a script. It's like, you guys definitely don't sound like you have a script. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. I, I don't, we don't have a script. But, um, <laughs> but, but I'm so bad about that. Um, but I, I, I want to I bring something else up that we can stay on topic for about, for about five seconds and then immediately fly off the handle on. Um, I don't know if you saw, uh, I, there were some ramblings about this not too long ago. Um, as far as just, I think it was just words during a speech it was brought up. Um, but now apparently there are billboards. There are billboards in Los Angeles and San Francisco warning residents not to move to Texas, citing the Uvalde shooting. Have you heard about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it, it, it is, it is disgusting. I mean, I hear I want to I want to preface this with I know you feel the same way. Uh, I I agree that every Californian should stay in California. I will say that if you are a Californian who there are plenty of conservative Californians, I realize this, especially in the rural areas. There's absolutely no doubt about that. If you're sick and tired of your state and you want to come down here to Texas because you want to be in the red, then come on down. But if you're sick and tired of California because you are a locust and you have destroyed that state and now you want to move on 
and come to Texas and vote the same stupid ways that you've been voting over there, move on, Jack. Go somewhere else. We we don't well, want you here. The but, the the animosity that we were just talking about can't stay on topic. <laughs> The animosity that you were just talking about between see how I brought this around seg I mean brought it right beautiful. around. That was beautiful. Damn, I'm good. Yeah, you are. Um, the animosity that you were talking about is is actually working in our favor in that regards because what's happening is that the people leaving California and the people leaving New York, because uh, that was a big worry when it first started. When you had these left UGs moving from these blue states into Texas and Florida, we in Texas were just like, uh, y'all stayed up over there. You voted your problems in. You fix them. Don't don't come running over here like a bunch of locusts and vote the same stuff in down here. Yeah, you and, broke and your state. Stay out of mine. Exactly. And and I was thinking what we need to do is before anybody can vote in Texas, they need to have been a resident here for like five years. <laughs> if you've been a resident here for five years, then OK. Uh, and I was putting stuff up on Twitter, too. I was saying, don't know, don't come here. We got covid everywhere. People are dying <laughs> in the streets and then they're coming back to life, going and buying a bunch of automatic weapons and shooting everybody who's still alive. Yep. We, we've got Bibles and, and guns. You don't want to come yes, here. Yes, you, you don't, don't come, come here. here. You stay there. You're safer in California. So anyway, they they did a, uh, some surveys of the people that were coming here and the voting practices uh, after the people who come here and stuff like that. And it turns out that the folks that are coming here from California and from New York are redder than us. Whoa. Well, they've had to with, deal with it. They've been under the, yeah. the persecution of the left. So I can, yeah. I can understand that. I can understand that. So it's turning us redder, which again, you know, sorry, Lady Gaga, but ain't, ain't no purple going on. As a matter of fact, the, the places that are blue now are starting to go red. Another story. Uh, and this happened a while ago in San Francisco. They, the San Francisco school board had like uh, uh, three really super duper Ooh. woke school board people, whatever they call them over there, reg yeah. regents, royal, I don't know, lords and ladies. Whatever. Your majesty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the people of San Francisco voted every single one of them out. I heard about that. I, my, and, my, my mind was blown. Mind yeah. was blown. And they, uh, and this is in Los Angeles, I believe. The people of Los Angeles um, tried to recall their district attorney because he's a Soros DA right. who's yeah. letting letting everybody go free, stuff like that. Yeah. And um, the uh, they had to cheat to keep him in. Oh, no, they did the same thing when they tried to recall Newsom. That was a load of crap. Yes, yes. <laughs> Beep. I, it, 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 I'm trying really hard. It is so difficult. I want to keep it clean. I want to keep it clean. But you get me talking about politics, and all of a sudden it's like, hmm. No, yeah. I, I actually read an article. It was it was incredible. It was I can't remember which Librag put it out, but it was talking about the worst places 
to live in the United States. Mm-hmm. And what, what was interesting, and I saw, you know, it, I, I man, I wish I would have saved that article. Uh, but I, I want to say that it was by city. Um, it was possible that it was by state. I can't remember. But, but basically, bottom line, however it was listed, Texas was up there. Texas was up there. I'm like, oh, that's interesting because population-wise, we're – we're where it's at, and everybody and their mother is trying to get here. I mean, like, you can't we, – we can't keep these people away. They're just flooding into our state every which way. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm really interested to, to hear about this. Why, why is Texas so awful? And then when I went into it and it started explaining the criteria, and it was basically saying it, – it, the short version is, is wokeness. It was because, you know, your um, your rights are being violated here and there. They don't allow you to do this or do that. And it's just, you know, all, all of this, all of the they things. They won't call that, you by your pronouns. They, that we as liberals hold dear, they don't do any of that in Texas. And I was <laughs> dying. I loved, I loved this. And again, I should have I saved it. Um, when, and down at the bottom, I was like, I've got to see what, what the comments were. And I, I <laughs> every... Single bloody comment. Every single one was a Texan. And every single comment was like, yep, we suck. Stay out. (laughs) Everyone was like, yeah, we're awful. Your God is so bad. You wouldn't believe how they treat us. Don't don't come. Stay away. Stay away. Absolutely. In Texas, we've only got one pronoun, and that's y'all. Yeah, that's that's our pronoun. Um, Yeah. Um, But ultimately... we're we're getting redder and it, and because of what's happening in you know the people uh leaving california and new york and like places for the first time in history california lost a seat in the house of representatives i want to ask you something about that i have um and just so everyone knows i was for a couple of years now, uh, keeping myself in my own bubble-ish. Uh, I, the uh, politics, Facebook, all that, um, with everything that was going on, um, it got to me so bad that I had to – it was making me so angry, the things that I was uh, reading and hearing, the things that were going on. I had to step away, and I was like, you know what, the, all this crap – you know, the the world's going to do what the world's going to do. And I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wrap my arms around my family and I'm going to spend time with them and the rest of the world be damned. So I, I while uh, that, that is a, a selfish thing, I, I needed, I needed a break. Uh, my break is, is over. Uh, and so I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting back into this and uh, I'm starting to uh, allow myself to uh, slowly, I've slowly worked up to it, but now, now I'm getting into the, uh, uh, back into the, the mainstream of what's going on, but there unfortunately is, is a a decent amount that I have not uh, kept up with. And um, because of that, I'm I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit behind, but uh, I I apologize. I I went off on, I went off on one of my rants. You, you, you please continue. I'm losing my head. No, that's that, that's um, that's basically all I wanted to say about that. We're we're uh, te- Texas is not going purple. All of these other blue states, uh, I'm not convinced they're blue. 
And even the blue cities, I'm not convinced that they're blue. I think that if the Democrats have to cheat to stay in power in a city, then they're not really in power. Uh, it's just like what happened in the, in the national election. If they had to cheat to get into power, then they're not really in power. Um, and 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 which brings me back around to what we were originally talking about, which was my plan from the beginning. Tell your producer. <laughs> yeah, right. We were just taking the scenic route. But Mark Zuckerberg stated in what, what's his what what's the Joe show? Rogan. Want? Joe Rogan Joe show. Rogan. He stated in Joe Rogan's show that um he did indeed, or Facebook did indeed, um center the Hunter Biden laptop story. Because they knew that if they didn't, it would damage Joe Biden's run for the White House. And that is bad for Zuckerberg for for more than one reason. But one of the reasons is that means that he perjured himself in front of Congress, assuming he was uh, under oath. If he was not under oath, then he didn't perjure himself. But if he was under oath, then he perjured himself because he said that they didn't do that in front of Congress. Now, as you pointed out before we got started, and again, I, I planned this whole conversation. Tell your producer, yeah, my, yeah. my my producer too, I guess, my younger producer. Um, the That's not going to mean anything because the DOJ is dirty. Exactly. Which is true. Well, maybe not as dirty as we first thought. So that's one thing. That's one thing. Okay. Um so I'm going to I'm going to break this up into two parts. First of all, maybe not as dirty as we thought because it turns out that the bureau group that was that had just recently conducted this illegal raid on Mar-a-Lago these are the same guys that were conducting the investigation and falsified the data and stuff like that for the Russia probe. And they're the same guys that were involved in something else. I can't remember something else shady for the Democrats. So it looks like what we've got could be similar to the situation like in the United States military where you've got upper management and some middle management that the Democrats can count on and they have developed a team of their own right. within the system that they use to do their dirty work. But it's not 
necessarily system wide. That that's what that tells me. If you've got one group doing the same stuff in different places, that means that they feel that they can only count on that one group. I want to believe you, but again, my my trust and faith has gone to almost nothing when it comes to uh, us so. being able to pull pull out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I I thought. You know, I thought once Trump gets reelected, cool, he'll finally actually be able to because, you know, every, everybody knows that the president in their second term, that's when they can get stuff done. They can really get stuff done because they don't have to spend any time worrying about getting reelected. Yeah. Um, and so I want to have faith. I want to have faith. But that election shook me to the core. Uh, and so to believe that this is just some because that's that's another thing that the left likes to do. It's like, oh, that was just a rogue whatever. You know, it's a. That, yeah. When 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 the IRS was targeting uh, this is back during Obama, the IRS was targeting the uh, conservative organizations yeah, and just Susan tearing Rice. apart. And it's like, oh, that was just some some rogue uh, IRS agents. It's like, no, no. And I, I hear your point as far as it's the same people. Well, all that means is that's their varsity squad. That doesn't mean that that's their only squad. That's their go to people. And after the crap that they pulled with the whole Russian thing, the dossier, and all that garbage, and when they have now proven the lies and the deceit and what they 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 flat out admitted that okay yeah maybe we had to lie a little bit in order to get the judge to sign off on this warrant it's like okay what happens now not a damn thing there were a couple slaps on the wrist but that's it and all those jerks are still doing the same bloody thing and the fact that these idiots on the left out there think that it's like Good, because, you know, he deserves it because of this and that. It's like, first of all, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. And they, they come back with, well, obviously, since they're investigating him, there's something. It's like they've been investigating him since he started running for office and for six have got years. Jack squat. The mm-hmm. entire, imagine this. Imagine this. Nobody's clean. Nobody's perfect. Anybody with enough scrutiny would could their their words uh they might have said this little blip of something over here that can be turned against them they said a dirty joke that might be considered racist you know in short or, or said this over this thing over here that could be considered uh, misogynistic nobody's perfect but th- think about this the entire weight of every single organization in the United States government focused on one man for 6 damn years and they have come up with jack squat not a damn thing tell me one more person that could go underneath that scrutiny nobody if they had anything on him they would have buried him a long time ago but they've got nothing so these liberals coming in and saying that Oh, well, obviously they've, they've got something. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing this. It's like, no, they've got nothing. That's why they're doing this. They have to continue. They can't stop now. They this can't is a quit. a juggernaut that cannot be stopped, or they will have to admit that they're wrong, and they can't at this point. They are too far into it. So I don't know, man. Rogue, rogue group? Well, I don't think so. I don't think here, so. Here, here's, here's my second point. Okay, that that was my first point. Again, if they're relying on that one group, that tells me that the whole system isn't jacked up entirely, or at least that they don't trust the whole system. They trust these guys because they've got it corrupted all the way through. And 
they don't necessarily have the rest of the field agents from the other groups or whatever, because yeah, I mean, think about it. Most people who join the FBI join the FBI so that they can solve crimes. You know, I want to stop bank robbers or I want to, you know, catch kidnappers or serial killers or whatever. You don't have a lot of political ideologues necessarily. So all of those stars have to align from the top down. So you get one guy in the, at the top who can pick a couple of guys down here who can pick some of their people and they can get they can cut a little wedge out. And, and they know who they can assign to what. But second point, Trump, when he came in the first time, did not understand how the system worked in D.C. He didn't know how corrupt it was. And I mean, all the way to the core, it oh, yeah. was corrupt. Every, both sides are in bed with the each other. The fact that he trusted so many Bush people <laughs> to back him up. Proved when, he was, when he was appointing his cabinet, I damn near had a coronary. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. Um, but when he was on his way uh, at the end of his term, he signed an executive order changing the employment status of all of these federal employees such that they no longer had the employment protections that they had previously because he, he was planning on getting reelected. And then after he got reelected, he was going to fire all of them. Now, the way that this actually works out in his favor, the situation as it is now, is that executive order is still in place. And while he has been biding his time, they've been recruiting, actively recruiting for the positions that they are planning on emptying. And these positions are going to be in the department of justice, the intelligence, military communities and stuff like that, that there's like, uh, several thousand positions in upper and middle management that he's just going to come in and just start saying you're fired, you're gone. And apparently a lot of people know this, because some of the higher ups see which way the wind is blowing they're and they're already starting to, to quit. They're already starting to resign because one of the things that they want to avoid, because they think, they think that the old rules are still in force. Not anymore. The old rules being that once we leave office, you'll leave us alone. You're not going to investigate us. You'll leave us alone. Well, Hey, when you guys raided Mar-a-Lago, that's, that's all the window. It's that's over. all we've been discussing here. That's all we've been talking about. It's like, ooh, they just set a really nasty precedent. It, it's always been, it, even regardless of how much the the president, uh, current president, former president, have disliked each other, there's always been a respect. Usually because the Republicans and Democrats, believe it or not, actually are on the same team. Yeah, on the same team. Uh, so this is the first time, similar to, to Reagan, where you have somebody that's hated by both because he's not, he, he doesn't play the game. He doesn't, he doesn't, hey, we all agree this is the way we're going to go. And he's like, no, I think I'm going to go this way. And so, yes, and I 100% agree with you. After doing this, what they have done is they have opened a door that 
they they're gonna really wish that they shouldn't or they that they shouldn't have opened and i i have to give uh i have to give credit to my producer my wife my one of my producers my wife uh who she she called it when they did that uh to me she opened my eyes to it uh as far as because i was i was bloody pissed i was just ranting and raving about it and she's like well you know what they did actually helps trump and i'm like well what are you talking about and she said they just they just opened this door to where now because it's like you said it's it's the old rule it's the untold rule it's like old administration's gone you leave them alone that's fine you do what you do they already did what they did that it's okay now in in going after trump the way that they have they have now uh as you said just Basically, basically declared, please investigate the hell out of all of us once mm-hmm. you win election. But as as uh, my wife has said, um, this this right here, this uh, how can I word this? Um, th- this precedent that that they that they have now created um, is going to backfire on them. Potentially, again, if the election is is fair, so so hugely that uh, they're they can't possibly comprehend. But uh, when, once we we really got into talking about it and explaining, you know, you know, well, damn, that's a good point. Why would they do this then? Uh, but to her point was that at this point they have no choice. They have absolutely no choice but to do everything they possibly can to take this man down. Because he is going to undo them if they don't. So no matter what it could potentially cost them in the future, which is very weird for a Democrat because they usually play the long game. They, like this last election, are spitting out everything that they can. They're grasping at every straw that they can, clutching at every single possibility, doing all of the things that they know that they shouldn't. But they absolutely have to just in case this one more thing could possibly take this man down because they are so afraid of what he is going to do. And there uh, was a former NYPD commissioner, I believe, who after the raid on Mar-a-Lago turned up nothing. Um, He said that he believes the left's next move is to attempt to assassinate Trump. Now, I don't know if they would do that because... Oh man, because there's there's a couple of things that are that are cooking here. They know they're going to lose Congress. They know they're going to lose Congress bad. To the point that both Kevin McCarthy, the uh current minority leader, and Mitch McConnell, uh the current Republican leader in the Senate um are trying their best to help the democrats oh yeah in the midterms so that the maga patriots don't come in in the volume that they're worried about because one of the things of course mccarthy's worried about his speakership he wants that gavel again and he's not likely to get it if all of these McC- MAGA McConnell? people come in, huh? Kevin McCarthy, yeah. Oh, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, okay. Yeah, 
McConnell, he's a little bit less worried because he figures he's he's in, you know, he, he figures he's solid and he's going to stay uh, leader, which probably is going to be the case. But there's already some rumblings that that might not be the case. And Trump last week just opened up on him to the point where he's made it very clear that you're not my guy mcconnell is 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 a target at this point and speaking of trump his endorsements oh yeah are friggin gold solid gold solid so he's he's got a he's got a, a record of like I can't, it's like 300 and something and 11. So like the raid after Mar-a-Lago, the day after the raid on Mar-a-Lago, all of his candidates won in their primaries. Mm -hmm. After that, all of his candidates won in the primaries. They have pissed us off. And again, going back to the, the, the point of, uh, what the Democrats are trying to do to stop Trump and, 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 you know, prevent him from becoming president. Trump is not their problem. We are their problem. Trump had, Trump said it the first time he was up there, he said, they really hate you. Yeah. I'm just standing in their way. They're going after me to get to you. Exactly. And they can't stop us. We're already awake. The sleeping giant is already woken up. They can cheat all they want. You know, this last time it got them a it, it got them the presidency. Got them the Next presidency time, and it got them two Senate seats. Both those yeah. Senate seats. Next so time they could tie. Yeah. Next time, not so much. We'll see. And then the I, next time, even even less. I want to I want to have faith, but it it I mean in some of the states where there was we, some cheating. We're, we're, it's it's going to happen. It has to happen. And the reason is because another one of the things that's occurring is that the states are starting to stand up for their sovereignty under the Constitution and say, yeah, you know what? You don't have the authority to do that, D.C. So, no, we're not going to do it. And if it comes down to it, I can't remember who I was listening to that was talking about this. But if it comes right down to it, because the only power, the only power D.C. has over the states is federal funding. What happens if we stop sending them funding? And it'll have to come to that. And it, what they <laughs> I we we've gone over uh, some scenarios as far as that happening, if it ever got to that point, And, you know, Texas, because either I would have never thought this, but possibly even Florida before DeSantis, I never would have thought anybody else would have stood up but us. Texas actually standing up and said, "You know what? No, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna send you your money anymore." And at that point, what does the United States government do? Um, we they they couldn't they couldn't lose a state. They'd have to save face, uh, and it would be very interesting as far as what what they would choose to do. I I honestly don't think it'll ever come to. Uh, like a secession or anything like that. I don't like think that. it'll come to that. But no, but what, what's going to happen is what I predicted. The Democrats are going to do what they always do. 
they're going to fall back and regroup. And but you know, in order to do this, they've got to have somebody to blame though. Yeah, they gotta have they gotta have a fall guy. So that's gonna be AOC and the squad. AOC and the squad are gonna be this the fall guys, and oh, those guys took us to you know to fart. We didn't want to do that. Nancy Pelosi will say behind the podium, she will stand up there and say, vodka, and everybody will buy it. Yeah. And the the and but what's more important, regardless of what they say, the 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 Democrats are going to say their stuff, but it's going to be the media. The media is going to come out and they're going to start running stories about, oh, yeah, you know, uh, AOC and the squad and all these leftists and stuff and maybe pick some pick some people, uh, some other fall guys out. Uh, some minor apparatchiks and stuff like that. And these guys were manipulating us in the media and telling us to do stuff. We didn't want to do it, but, you know, we thought they were telling the truth. And they're going to reorganize. And again, I really, truly believe this. They are going to uh, pull from the disaffected rhinos Mm -hmm. that are leaving the Republican. And I'm telling you, I am freaking telling you, Liz Cheney is oh, going yeah. to be right up there in the front. I'm and all for it. They're, they're talking right now about, you know, Liz running as an independent. And I'm like, if Liz runs as an independent, first of all, nobody's going to vote for her. But the people that do vote for her are going to be Democrats. Mm-hmm. They're going to end up splitting the Democrat ticket. And, and before that happens, though, because the Democrats won't allow that because Bernie tried to do that a couple of times. And what they had to do is they just had to pay Bernie off. Right. And so what they're going to do is they're going to have to pay Liz off. But the way that they're going to have to pay her off because she's young, she wants to stay in Congress. She wants to stay in politics. They are going to bring her in. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be her. I don't think Romney will ever cross. I, I think he'll he just stay the same old jackass he always been. I I bet he'd cross. But I mean, to your point, there needs to be uh, a couple of them. A couple of rhinos have to stay because yeah. that way CNN and MSNBC ha- have that Republican that right. they can interview that says, "See, here's a Republican that doesn't agree." You know, and it's like, and well, one thing that they can do too is that they can always pull from these others. Like you've got uh, Kinzinger who's who's resigning because he knows that he can't get elected again after serving on the January 6th committee. Um, and so, but my guess is the reason that he's not coming back is because he's already been promised a job with CNN or MSNBC or something like that. Right. To be their to be their token conservative. Yeah. Who knows? They're, they're, the they're quote unquote is, Republican probably going to be on the side. Yeah. yeah. He's going to yeah. be that because you've seen him cry. I, I think he's cried like, five, six times on, on the January 6th committee alone. So yeah, they'll probably put him on the view next to Whoopi. Oh, that'd be great. Um, uh, Cause he's such a, see, I, I censored myself. He did. Um, so, uh, and, and tell your producer not to worry too much because I can go back and edit out the stuff where we appeared to go rambled on for a bit. Yeah. I can, I can edit that out. And 
not only that, I can take that part and put it into a separate thing and put that in my subscription area and say, if you want behind the scenes <laughs> stuff, that's how that stuff works. Right, right. If if you want the behind the scenes stuff, now I know how to, how to do that. And, and all I got to do is have you on more often and we'll just oh, we'll talk for three hours. Stuff. I, I can ramble on for days. Uh, but we, we, so, better, yeah. we better wrap it up before my producer comes looking for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I apparently uh, have to deal with the situation. Uh, one of our new kittens. Uh, got to deal with that. That's what you get, man. The word yeah. is no is N-O. Yeah. I mean, and the funny thing is, too, that they they like come crawling up in while I'm working. They'll crawl into my lap like two of them, two or three of them will just come crawling. And I'm like, you don't get it. I'm the mean one. You know, the other people, the, the, the ones in there are the ones that think you're cute. You know, it's too the only late. reason already, I haven't eaten you yet is because they're so damn skinny. Hey, you've already been suckered in, man. It's too late. Oh, no, they it's over. You. They got it's you. over. Yeah, it's it's over. All right, bud. Well, uh, I guess I'll talk to you later. Thanks for coming on. And uh, based on how we went afield, I'll probably have to cut out uh, three quarters of this. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> all right man uh all right. i'll uh, i'll talk to you later and uh folks um if you want to contact me for hate mail or anything like that uh it's uh doc bryant show at zoho mail.com z-o-h-o mail.com and uh if you want to contact me on social media uh truth social gab getter uh minds uh at doc bryant and on twitter it's uh at doc bryant actual so you can send me hate mail that way too and if you want to send me money by all means go ahead all right uh we'll talk to you all later and uh thanks for coming on nate and see you again soon see you all right bye imagine your new bathroom a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter.